What's up everyone? Welcome to Drummer's Perspective. My name is Ben Todd and I'm here to help broaden your scope of what's possible as a drummer. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Whether you're listening on the podcast or you're watching here on YouTube, I really appreciate you wherever you're coming in from. If you are here on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Hit that like button. That really, really helps me out. Today, I'm super excited to bring you a conversation with an absolute icon of the Australian music industry, and that's Mr. Chong Lim. Now, if you don't know the name Chong Lim, I'm sure you've heard or seen his work at some point. He's just done so, so much as a musical director, band leader, producer, composer, and keyboard player for some of Australia's biggest artists and biggest events. Most notably, he's been a long-time musical director and keyboard player for the incredible John Farnham. He's worked with Kylie Minogue, Tommy Emmanuel, and all of the live stuff he's gotten to do. Everything from the Olympic Games, the Commonwealth Games, the AFL Grand Final. He's a musical director for that. Dancing with the Stars, the Logie Awards. It's just incredible the amount of amazing work that Chong has done in the past. I highly suggest you go and check out his bio online just to get a real sense of everything that this, this man has done. It's just so incredible. Because of all of this, this means that Chong has been able to work with Australia's best drummers in all of these situations. Now, I'm just about to jump on the call with Chong and I'm super excited to chat with him, not only about music and the music industry, but more specifically his thoughts on drummers and what he thinks makes a great drummer all of the guys that he's gotten to work with and what some similar traits that they all share might be and perhaps some key elements that he thinks makes a great drummer be able to succeed in these super high pressure and high level situations that he's just done so much of. So that's enough chatting for now. Thank you again for being here. Please sit back, relax and enjoy my conversation with Chong Lim. Before we jump into today's conversation, I want to offer you a free gift, and today that's my seven ways to attract more work as a drummer PDF guide. If you feel like you're working on all the right stuff, you're seeing improvement in your playing, perhaps you're actually quite established in your local music scene, but still you're not working just as much as you would like to, then this guide is perfect for you. Here I offer you seven ways to reapproach your development and your progression as a drummer and offer you a fresh perspective on some things you might be able to change in your development to hopefully bring in a little bit more work. The best thing about this guide is that only one of the tactics involves picking up a pair of drumsticks at all. So if you're feeling a little stuck, frustrated and tired of not being able to be out there working and playing more, then please head to drummersperspective.com slash seven ways and grab that free downloadable PDF guide right now. Thank you, Chong Lim, for taking some time out of your extremely busy schedule at the moment to to sit with me and chat today. I'm so, so grateful to, to have you on the podcast and, and hear your thoughts about uh, about the music industry and music, but seeing as this is a, a drumming podcast, your thoughts on, on drummers and drumming, and you've just I'll got to- I'll tell you about paradiddles. Paradiddles, exactly. Right, left, right. right. <laughs> That's perfect, perfect, yeah. good. Uh, you, you've just done so much as an incredible musical director and producer and and a keyboard player, obviously, for, for some of the biggest, uh, acts in Australia and some of the biggest events in Australia as well. And because of this, you've gotten to to work with, you know, the who's who of Australia's greatest drummers. Um, so, yeah, and you're actually my first non-drummer guest on the podcast. So, um, Well, I, I, yeah. I do MIDI drums. MIDI drum? That, okay, that counts. Yeah, that counts. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, well, that's awesome. Okay, well, then, you know, we, you know, we can we can chat about grooves and things like that too. That's, that's yeah. good. 
Awesome. Uh, so yeah, thank you again. This is a, this is a real treat for me to, to chat with you in this format. So, um, so yeah, I, I guess I want to start off with, um, with talking about something I think a lot of drummers would be really interested to hear your thoughts on. As I said before, you've just done so much uh, as a musical director and, and producer on some huge level, you know, really high pressure events in, in Australia, you know, the live TV stuff and, and, and opening ceremonies and halftime events and, and all that kind of stuff. I'm they curious all, to know. They all kill me. Yeah. <laughs> events kill you. <laughs> My God, I can only imagine. Honestly, I can only imagine. But, you know, for me personally, I always used to love, and I still do love seeing a live band, live musicians play, you know, yeah. on TV and, and these recordings. But I'm yeah. curious to know, like, in, in, your, in your experience working with, the, the best drummers out there really what are some of the key elements and key traits that a drummer needs to have to be able to perform well in these you know really large-scale situations aside from just being a great player well you you know pocket helps sure and someone who keeps a cool light you, you know you do Cirque du Soleil you must be under tremendous pressure but you deliver you you got an ice cool if anything happens that's wrong, you go, okay, uh, you know, that's the sort of stuff. And a drummer, like, um, you know, must be able to read. Although I, I often regularly work with Angus Birchall, who doesn't read, but he's an incredible drummer. And he, you, you know, I have to send him tracks. And he 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 does his own nomenclature. You, you know, he writes his own notes and it's fine. Um, and Angus just... You know he he doesn't like copying and anything he, he just lays his own groove it's a rock solid and he's an incredible musician or uh, and then the converse is true of other drummers who have a good pocket but they read really well and you you know chops are kind of important but it's not everything you don't do a spectacular drum fill over everything you know it's best to lay the groove you, you know i I specialize in songs and so you you've got to have leave space for the vocal and i think that's important yeah and sure. also um the ability to swallow one's pride and take instruction you you know half an hour before the live gig you tell the drummer can you not play that can you play this you know the drummer must have must have the temperament to accept that he needs to change and not, you know, throw his fit and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. It's, it's, I mean, there's so much there already uh, because I think, you know, like normal, you know, music education, we really just focus on becoming the best at our instrument that we can be. But all of these, you know, traits I've, are just so important when you get to the level of, of the work that you're doing yeah. that it's, it's not, uh, it's not, a lot of times you don't get to experience them until you get the experiences that, you know, kind of, you know, a vicious cycle of you need experience to get the experience in these situations. Yeah. So yeah, there's, there's a lot there that I think is so valuable for. for I, I forget to add the sound. The drummer's sound is really important. The way he hits the snare, the way the kick drum is, um, you, you know, simplicity, don't, like, you, you know, to a choppy drummer, oh God, that's boring. You, you know, but, there is merit in that because you are part of a big scheme. You've got to create space for everybody. But, you know, that's why ACDC works. The drums are really rock solid and I wouldn't say simple, but 
they allow space, you, you know, like that you can hear the kick, you know, thud through space and you can hear the snare and there's nothing to interfere. You, you know, like oftentimes I've gone to see really famous R&B singers or something like that. And I, I just want to hear the hit, you, you know, the hit is just like, like that, you, you, you know, and then suddenly at the gig, they, they, the most beautiful funky tune, you know, that's, you know, right. affects my feeling, you know, affects the groove, but that is a place to do all that. But you, you know, like, um, uh, you, yourself, for example, you, you do great fills and I really enjoy, you only put them in when it's necessary, when you need some excitement or some interest. But other than that, you, you follow the groove. I, I saw you at Jacksonville. Oh, no, no. Uh, was it Jack? Yeah, Jackson. Yeah, yeah. And you were incredible. You, you had a great oh, wow. sound and feel and you had the interesting fills whenever you needed to. But you, you, you know, a lot of drummers, they're great, but they, you know, you know, and part of my singing, um, <laughs> and, and a groove orientated song, like a four on the floor song or something. Mm-hmm. You know, not only does it uh, affect the groove, but you know, if you're too busy, hi hat, you know, spray, splay all over the, the arena. So you know, must keep it simple and rock solid and, you know, work. The drummers must work on their groove where they lay the beat, you know, leave it empty so that other things can happen, you know, in, in an arena, especially, you know, if you've got too busy, a kick drum, you can't hear a kick drum, like, you know, if I hear the kick on the one and the three for simplicity's sake, I hear, you know, like you're you you're a French horn player in an orchestra, you wait hundred bars for your part, for your, for your turn. So, um, like, that's my approach to my piano playing too. I leave a lot of space. I listen to the singer and and the guitar player. And maybe sometimes when the guitar player does something, oh, okay, I'll do something. Or if the drummer does something, oh, okay, I'll do that. Uh, but in general, like I'm not the greatest keyboard player in the world. That's why, that's my excuse uh, for <laughs> not being choppy. But I, I think you've got to allow space, you know? Sure. sure. Yeah, like, you, you know, records, they don't, like if you can't you can't play the track at a gig, but you 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 know the song is successful because people have spent hours and weeks on a track working on the kick drum sound, the 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 pattern and the bass part and all that. And that is a reason why that song works. There's space for the singer, you, you, you know, and there's space for the little doodly guitar or something, and space for the keyboards. Mm. That, that's how I that's how I approach my music. You know, it's uh, it's not about my ego. It's about, you know, enjoying the music when I'm playing. So they go, oh, you, you know, you must have this feeling sometimes go, oh my gosh, this is like driving down the highway. So nice. You, you know, right. you, I, I put a lot of effort into um, groove. You know, you know, the foundation stone of a house must be intact before you put the walls up. That's how I feel, you know, humbly, very humbly. That's my approach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, of course. No, this is this is all information that's it's so yeah, like I said, it's so valuable because it is coming straight from the source like someone you like you are are living uh you know the the amazing career you have as a musical director 
you know like what works in these situations you know a lot of drummers like like i said they come up and it's all about how well they can play but you know mm. hearing this from you it's just like that that's it you know it's about it's about groove it's about sound about listening you know all, all of that stuff so uh, space. yeah that's and yeah. space yeah yeah and and the the different environments as well. I, I, you mentioned something interesting when you're playing in an arena and how just sound naturally, you know, sustains longer. And if you're a drummer who's is not aware of that and trying to play too busy, firstly, is nothing is going to get heard, and secondly, if it does get heard, it's just going to cloud up other things and other instruments. And 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 yeah, so yeah. super yeah, super incredible to hear that from you. Yes, think about the kick drum and the hi hat. You know, you know, yeah. the, the, the sizzling hi hat would be really busy, and the kick drum will, will be like instead of you will because the guy is busy. Yes, like, can't hear a thing. That's why I don't go to concerts because it's so subby, mm. and it bounces out around the room. You can't hear anything. Have you found that you you go to certain concerts is a right it's really unpleasant to listen to you you're trying to go there and listen to this great drama and it's you know 100 percent. it can be lost i mean the whole yeah experience of seeing a band or a show can be killed with with bad sound so yeah all that we can do bad as sound, players yeah yeah as bad with bad sound you you can't really you, you know oftentimes you can blame the front of house guy but basically it's got to be good at the source mm, that's it it's like a recording you you know they always say you know record the best you can and then don't say fix it in the mix and and the mixes will be great but you know the best thing is you turn it faders everything's there you mm -hmm. you know it must come from the source and mm -hmm. you you know like you spend a lot of time tuning your drums getting the best heads and the the, the freshest symbols you know that's a source you know it's got to be good you can't polish a t-u-r-d as they say you, you, i get it you know? yeah. yeah for sure for sure yeah that that's that's also true and uh you you mentioned earlier uh about someone who you know personality wise like if personality trait to be able to perform well in these kind of you know situations like i'm thinking you know like the 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 commonwealth games and the the afl grand final and even the logie awards things like that where the music it, it has to be great you know it has to be great there's no excuse for that but you know so as instrumentalists we have to be great but the other traits that come with that you know personality wise you mentioned you know it's just someone who's cool able to you know stay calm under pressure take notes and, and adapt to changes is, is there anything else that you think is, is important as as musicians you know to have in mind with these type of events look do your homework and know yeah. the tracks really well understand basically understand what the tracks are trying to do and mm. just you don't have to to copy every pattern but you you, you know you got to understand what the song is trying to do groove wise and play that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as i said you know angus is one of my, my favorite drummers he's not mm. very choppy, but he just lays the groove down and he, and he listens like he remembers like you and i will remember oh, r48 uh oh, it's going to matter a now he, he doesn't he he listens to the lyrics he's like ringo wow. star he yeah. plays a song. You, you know that's merit in all that. Mm hundred -hmm. percent. It's it's a it's a it's a different approach to, to reading entirely, but it comes with, completely with its own benefits. Um, yeah. So you mentioned Angus as as being one of your favorites. I'm curious, is who who else have you do you like? Do you love working with? Who else is some of your favorites? Well, I love working with Jerry Pantazas. Oh yeah. Uh, he's got jazz chops, but he's also very um, very um, rocky. 
you, you know, like I like Rocky drummers um, and he's great and a great reader. He always does his homework. As I said, he's got a great temperament. You can tell him to change things. And uh, one of one of the, I, I shouldn't name names, you know, it's play fa- playing favorites, but um, uh, Johnny Salerno, I don't know whether you know him. He's a yeah. great drummer. And Andy Fenton, whom I recently started working with, he was, he's incredible. He's a beast. Yes, he's uh, amazing. Yeah, I, I, I won't name too many names. It's yeah, sure. No, that's okay. I, I get it. But yeah, I mean, these are all you know. Uh, these yeah. are the guys, anyway. And I mean, um, they all yeah. Like Warren Trout. No, oh Warren yeah, Trump, of course. Strong yeah. ass, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did a tour for this kind of kind of rock musical. You, you know, the band's got to be on stage called Rolling Thunder, and and mm-hmm. one weekend Angus couldn't had to go back to Melbourne, so I rang Warren Wazza. Mm-hmm. And I wrote him all the charts and he was ready. He turned up and just did the show. No, no sound check. We, we, we couldn't afford that kind of thing. It was a touring musical. Mm-hmm. He just read it just Amazing. like that, you know, wow. and the songs are, are, are rock songs from the sixties and seventies, you, you know, but he read everything right, but he, he, he put his own stamp on it too. So when you do your homework, you, you have certain, you have, you will have certain freedom to do certain things, you know, if, if you don't do your homework, you're forever. Okay, what was that? <laughs> you know, um, yes, for sure. So yeah, si- similar traits. Uh, I mean, you know, be- being versatile, adaptable, you- yeah. fast learner. You know, solid. You know that that's just uh, you know kind of a given with, with this person. With. Yeah, easy to work with. Yeah, sure, Hang amazing. Up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's as much a part of it for sure. So I'm curious on the show. Um, when you're working on Dancing with the Stars, for example, yeah. you're turning out a whole bunch of new music every week that's just going to be played, you know, to almost perfect because it's live to air, it's being recorded, all of that stuff. Oh. How much um, freedom or flexibility do you give the drummer in the term terms of charts? Like, uh, are you give are you writing everything out so you know it's going to be consistent? No, or you just it- just do the shape, you, you know, yeah. and allow them. And I particularly like sending them the tracks to listen to first because you know you know dots are dots you you don't know what the dots want to do you got to listen to the track and go okay okay right i see i see what the the bass is doing i'll i'll try to lock in yeah um yeah uh, like with the school spectacular i notate every kick drum every fill you know it's it's an educational program so i feel that the the kids I'm I'm doing I'm doing that job for them. I'm transcribing for them. You, you know, but I feel that they have to understand transcription and understand what the great drummers are doing. You know, you know, if it's a Led Zeppelin song, I, I write all all every kick drum as as best as I can, and and every fill so that you you know they benefit from re- replicating those fills. But they might be doing already at the moment. I I don't know, but it helps them. Yeah, helps them a lot. Mm, sure. Okay. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Sure. Um, Every I just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. Yeah, it's 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 great to hear that because you know from a say from an audience perspective and even a musician and, and drummer perspective when you're watching those kind of uh, live shows, yeah. 
sometimes there's an idea that oh, everything is like very clearly dictated and written out and has to be exactly as it's notated for, for whatever reason. But you obviously, as I said, get to work with some of the best guys out there so you can trust them. You know, when you get them on the show, you let them go and, and give them notes and you can trust in their experience to bring what's ne- needed. And basically, like when I saw you previously, I, you, you know, musical direction is uh, like being, being a little strict, but letting go and let people be creative. That That's a good, comfortable environment. Everyone has to be comfortable doing what they do. And yet you you got to, you know, control the environment. You, you know, if they, they're going rogue, you know, you know, doing a double kick drum or something when it should be single, you tell them. You know, if guitar player is not playing, like, you you know, one thing I'm pedantic about is I write the bass charts exactly as is. You, you know, so because to me, the drummer is the keeper of time and the bass player is basically the keeper of groove. You, you know, the parts he plays will drive the song and, and make the song sing and dance. So I kind of am a little particular about what the bass parts are and whether we should be true to them. And guitar, I, I don't play guitar. So slash chords and, you know, guitar, <laughs> you know, when you get power chord, you know, there's no problem telling a guitar player what to do. You go, uh, clean guitar chorus, you know, you know they'll, they'll sure. know what to do. Uh, sure. Basically, again, get the best players so they can mm. take it themselves. Mm, you know, sure. For example, if a song has a particularly great muted guitar part, you must make sure they do it. You you know, if it's, you know, a rock song, I mean, you leave them alone, you you know they're going to do power chords, but how they approach the power chords, you leave, let them do what they want, or something like that. You you, you know, uh, you allow them the freedom. And also, it's, it it allows for a better environment at work, you, you know. 100%. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a kind of guy, if someone messes up during a song, I let it go. I go and go, what the hell did you do? I, I treat people with respect. So, so that you, you know, you know, the modern word of the, the safe environment, um, I, I don't get mad because it's already gone. You know, what's the point of getting mad, but you try, you learn from every gig, you go, okay, next time I'll make sure that doesn't happen again. And I put it upon myself, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't blame the band. I, I, I take it pretty hard when, when we make a mistake, but I don't blame anyone except myself. I go, ah, oh, I should have done that at rehearsal or something or remind people. Yeah, before a song is, okay, right, remember this, is it that, 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 you, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's such uh, incredible experience coming through there though, because as I said, you've done so much and, and get to work with so many people in these environments and seen the things that work and the things that don't work, you know, in, yeah. in terms of being a leader. Yeah, and, and and that's why I I put a rod on my own back, but I I play in every band I I run. Um, that that's because I need to lead from the front. Mm. Uh, uh, if I'm just waving my hand, you you know what's the point? People go, what the hell? He, mm. you know, I I try to play and and control a little bit of the direction and the groove as well. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Wow. That's that's great. I, I'm. I just want to go back to like the the how much you know uh, information you give a drummer in a certain situation in terms of charts. I, I guess that would be the same for if you're doing like a remote recording session with someone where you need drum tracks, you know, recorded from someone's studio, 
maybe you send them a reference track and and yes. a chart and that kind of thing is is that Correct. generally how you would work yes yes mm. like i i i uh you use jerry a lot mm. and he's got a great home studio with great preamps and and great kids and i i send him a chart and sometimes he comes over during COVID times, you, you know, I just ring him the information I needed from him. You, you know, as you are a drummer, you know, the approach and, and it's, it's great to, to utilize drummers who, who do it from home anyway, because you, you know, the, the drummer will go, Oh, I, 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 I'll use that snare. You know, that's perfect for this song. I say, okay, I, I don't know about, about drums. I go, oh, we'll send it to me and I'll, I'll let you know whether it's okay or not. Yeah, sure. That's what, something I wanted to ask you about is, is when you do do these re- re- remote recording sessions with people a- and the things that are important to you, I, I, there's the obvious ones, you know, uh, having great sounding drums and, and being able to, you know, deliver uh, files quickly if, if there's a time sensitive track. Um, yeah. But there are a lot of guys starting their own home recording facilities at the moment. And, you know, some just starting out, some are really experienced and, and are offering the service now as players. But yeah, is there anything else you you think is important, you know, someone in your position where you are the one, you know, needing these tracks? What do you look for and who who do you think, like, is able Um, to give the best tracks? Yeah. uh, um, You you know, as you say, more and more drummers are doing that. And and I I appreciate that. uh, They've got to have a good environment. You you know, some kind of soundproofing is necessary. And and get the best preamps. You, you know, mm. Jerry uses Neve preamps. Mm. You, you know, they sound great, and and he, he gets good mics. You, you know, invest in good mics. Don't go and skimp and buy cheap, you know, cheap mics. And you, you know, start. You, don't worry, you'll get your money back by mm. a few. Weeks, you, you know, um, yeah. So, um, really, um, you, you you know, you're at the hands of the drummer. You you mm. know, so the drummer has got to take instruction and be receptive to, to the instruction and you know sometimes you know you know where people very vague you know don't know what we're talking about and they've got to try to understand yeah sometimes i yeah. i tell i i give an instruction to jerry gone past him and he does something else i go oh no 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 but <laughs> basically you you know you've got to give people the freedom when i ask someone to do a track or or in a, a recording situation or a live situation I kind of expect something, but I, you, you know, you know, I, I, I don't object if someone does something differently. I say, oh, wow, I, I love it. You, you know, you must be open to other people's ideas. You must have a team that you can trust and respect and love. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They, I mean, that's, that's it. I think like you, you said like it, it, you're at the mercy of the drummer in, in these kind of situations, not only uh, on, on a sound level where a lot of times when you're doing remote recordings like this, the drums is kind of one of the only or, or one of the very few acoustic instruments. Everything else can be kind of DI'd or plugged straight in to, to, to record in people's bedrooms and things like that. But drums, you obviously need a, a great sound environment. Uh, so, yeah, that's it's it's just it's great to hear it from you because this is stuff i think about a lot too you know investing in good gear and making sure that you you know you set yourself up for success from the beginning with that stuff and during the pandemic i I had the the incredible opportunity to get jr robinson to play on a track of sarah mckenzie's and his sound was immaculate but you know he's kind of cool you know he 
you know, you can't give the, the man too much instruction. You go, okay, do your best. And I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> and it was incredible. Sure, was, sure. Yeah. yeah. We were going to do a David Foster tour together. Ah. I, he's MD of David Foster. And, um, but it never came to fruition. But the person I met was, was Ricky Lawson, the late Ricky Lawson. Uh, yeah. yeah, wow. Did you Who, get the chance to play with him? Or? No, no. 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 But I I stayed at his house in LA when, on my first trip ever. You know, you know, Ricky Lawson is is a man who has done everything. He was on the first Yellow Jackets album, the best album, and that's that's why it is the best because he just lays R and B groove. Meanwhile, those guys are doing jazz chops, and you if you listen to the first Yellow Jackets album, it's immaculate. You're so yeah. so funky because he just lays the groove down. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. That, no fools. <laughs> Unless that, it's necessary. Yeah. 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 That kind of leads me to a, a question I wanted to ask you about. Um, you know, over your career, I'm sure you've seen a lot of trends in, in music and, you know, specifically with drums. What do you think that has, what are some of the things that have changed over that time, you know, about drummers for the better and for the worse, you know? Um, uh, I don't know what's, changed but you know basically you know drums still do the same job but mm. I, i'm not okay with the latest indie music and i I'm, I'm not really sure about that but i i guess the way they tune the drums it's kind of modern you know because mm. the latest things are a modern thing mm-hmm. but you know there were a lot of changes early on when drum machines first came in to play and mm. I still think some of the drum machine programming in early days, like these days is incredible, but in the early days it was pretty innovative because, um, they were pioneers, you, you know, and the Lin drum kick drum, you know, mm. it's it, it record, you know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you are, uh, you know, talk, talking about electronic drums and programming, you, you mentioned before you, do you know programming for for tracks um is is that kind of all just based off of what you've you know like learned learning by ear or did you spend some time actually like getting into drum programming and and the specifics of how you know grooves work in that kind of sense yeah well i i think i've always had a good ear for that kind of thing but Mm. um i remember i started um I, I I bought that little Roland silver drum machine. I can't remember. It's gonna one of the TR series, the, the mm-hmm. little silver one, mm-hmm. and, and like you had to program the pattern and then chain the patterns up into a song. And I remember, oh my god, so good. And I thought, ah, I'll, I'll program. Like I, I think it was human nature. I, I tried to copy, and and mm-hmm. so I learned the rudimentaries of groove. And then I went, oh wow, it's so simple. But I thought the song was complicated. No, and then uh, in my my past life, I I've been a pro uh, a clinician for Roland keyboards. So I would go to I would do my Roland clinics and have a you know a drum machine the the uh, R I can't remember the name right now like like that incredible drum machine they had the R or something, mm-hmm. uh, and I I used to start the clinics by by uh, playing a song. So I I would, you know, do a, an LA song or something, a Lee Rinna one or something like that. And, and you know, I would 
copy every note and phrase of um, the late Carlos Vega and yeah. uh, so much from that. You, you know, and, and you, when you program, you go, oh my goodness, it's simple. You know, the mm-hmm. guy doesn't play much, but mm-hmm. it's all the other stuff around. And that's, I think that was the genesis of my attitude towards drums, you, you, mm. you know. You don't have to do everything like the keyboard player doesn't have to play everything doesn't have to play the bass line because it's getting away the bass mm-hmm. and similarly the drums has just a lot lay a simple groove now sometimes i think like i'm programming i go to tap to do tap like really i should go to tap to tap you know let the baby to to do and once in a while give the 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 the, the pickup kick drum to do that little bit then something it pops to life you know you, you save everything till the end or you know save the good things for later sure and, and that's my my approach to drums always yeah yeah i think that's like, where uh, yeah yeah at the moment I'm, I'm working on this piece and it's really choppy you know it, it's it's um it's important for that piece to have like, like all that i wrote that anyway and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i've given the students the part mm. and I, I guess if you do those things it's got to have a reason mm. you know yeah. yeah yeah for sure for sure i think that's where a lot of drummers would actually benefit from uh kind of learning to produce yeah you know pop and things like that because you get to see and hear the drums from a completely different yeah. perspective more like purely just based on what does it yeah. sound like versus so much of drumming which is like muscle memory, like, oh, I should play this here and I should insert these little ghost notes here where you actually really don't need it, you know? Yeah, I think for the my advice to the younger drummers is, look, don't try to prove yourself by, oh, I'm going to ch- show, you know, bend that like, chop, you know, he'll think I'm great. You know, mm. no need to. People will feel great when the songs feel great. Mm-hmm. So no need to prove anything. Yeah, 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 for sure. Wow, that that's of course that's amazing. I want to um I I want to kind of wrap this up with uh with something which I the whole, you know, concept behind this this channel and this platform that I'm putting together is um is showing drummers that, you know, there there's more than you can more that you can do with your drumming skill set that's not just playing. Uh, you know, whatever that might be in the music industry. I'm curious to hear your thoughts though, like as to, to be a successful musician these days in the industry, how important do you think it is for, for drummers and musicians in general to be able to diversify their skill set outside of just being a, a great player? Well, I, I think you have to diversify. I was very lucky. I, 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 I am still lucky, uh, within my limited, you know, field, I'm kind of, uh, versatile. I can arrange, orchestrate produce, mix, and play, and musical direct. So look, it, when, when one thing's quiet, the other thing keeps you alive, you, you, you know, and, and also that helps you have a big picture of everything. Yeah. And on a parting note, um, transcription is the best way to learn, you, you know. That's why, as I said, I, I'm diligent in my tr- transcription for the school spec because I want the kids to know what works and what doesn't, and also save some time, you, you, you know, to to transcribe themselves, I'm spoon feeding them. And hopefully they will go back and go, okay, if Chong did it, I can do it. I'll get Sibelius and do it, you, you know? Yeah. Mm. Look, diversification and a mm. bigger picture of things, especially what I do and what you do. 
uh, doing events, you've got to have the big picture and allow the director to dictate terms. You know, you go, okay, well, you said that the dragon's going to go over there. So, yeah, let me work on it. You, you, you know, but they, you know, people, different people from di- different departments visualize an event differently from a musician. Uh, but uh, very often the music is underrated because, oh my God, it looks so great. Oh, my lighting guy is great or something like that. But it, I, I, I you, you know, I often in interviews, I, I say music is the fourth dimension. It's the, the dimension that decides to manipulate your feelings and emotion. So, you, you know, like the best thing is when no one notices the music. You, you know, you know, you, you make things happen. If someone does a summer, so you go, okay, I'll, I'll put a little hard list there or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, to understand what kind of sound or what kind of chord progression to do for a certain thing they're doing on stage is very important to have the big picture okay uh, uh yeah I, I won't do this kind of song because you know the director wants this you, you know have to have a big picture and hopefully people people will appreciate you and and ask you back yeah mm, sure i think like as as drummers we can learn so much from that you know what you just said of, of having a bigger picture overview of what's going on because uh a lot of us you know a lot of drummers just get in their own little world own little zone about what they're playing technically and and yeah. and things like that but yeah on this Anything scale music world you know yeah oh yeah sure musician world world is like notes and dots and yeah. and stuff yeah that's great so such incredible experience wisdom and and uh inspiring to, to talk to you and hear your thoughts on all of this stuff chong so thank you so much again i know you're extremely busy you, i really appreciate it thank you all right we'll talk soon thanks